0: Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Today is still, believe it or not, July the 22nd. I've managed to turn out three podcasts today and that wasn't my intention but it, it has um, been been a lovely way to round everything together and have a little bit of closure and then we'll wait and see what what fresh intel's going to arrive from here on in but today I just feel like it's a little bit more of a really keeping on task about what our mission has been and that's identifying the enemy at our door and getting that safety mechanism back where we can all relax and start enjoying life again and Basically, I'd like to just round everything off with a few uh, announcements of links that are going in with the last episode. Episode number 46 ended up being called Sick of Being Poisoned. I'll let that speak for itself. And the the links that I've posted up there, I chose a song of Crosby, Stills and Nash, Southern Cross. And those amazing artists, that's really a, a wonderful honour of our beautiful Southern Cross in the heavens that we, we fly under the flag of down here in Aotearoa. As I say, it's very strongly linked with our land here. We have the, the, um, the Cross House, which is the Timaringa Te, Te Kakara, the fragrance of the heavens mirrored onto our earth here. And that's honouring the wisdom of the Waitaha and the wonderful astrological ancient laws of our land. So this is all going to be what we, our children will be learning and identifying with. And this is the true story that will help to set everyone free. So we'll look forward to that and go and have a listen to those powerful words in that song. It really... Um, it's been a strong, strong identification for me in my life, that song, so that links the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere together quite beautifully, so um, okay, so I've reposted the Out of Shadows documentary, it felt really pertinent to do that, lovely Mike Smith who took it upon himself to share what he'd learned of the inner workings, the malevolent inner workings of Hollywood and I see there that he's also posted an Out of Shadows update back on the 7th of March this year um, so that's just a little update for everyone and he, it, it's basically saying that he is going to be doing a follow up documentary, it was a soft red pill, any listeners who have followed along with the unfoldings on this channel will know what I mean by that so I would say maybe his next documentary might be heading down a perhaps not so soft red pill but by that time I'm pretty sure so much more information will have come out that he will just really be presenting evidence of his experiences that will give support to to what is about to be disclosed um, I also have put up um, By Fire Films, it's a um, all of the bits of Ricky Gervais and his, his narrative at the Golden Globe 2020 awards, and that's a real eye-opener. That's following on from what Bill Smith News shared a couple of episodes back, he was making direct references to Tom Hanks and what had transpired at the Golden Globe Awards this year back in January, so it's probably wise to just go and prepare yourselves a bit by seeing some of the reactions that, that came from from those home truths. And I've gone back and posted uh, Stillness in the Storm as an amazing site that I have used a lot drawn a lot of resources from in the past and there was two really great um, editorials there on entrainment and um, just basically affirming a lot of what quantum science is proving is that vibration frequency and sound are very powerful tools when restoring our resonance as a human being anything that's out of balance or um, to see, so these are these are the wonderful technologies and healing modalities that are going to lead us forward. Um, and also, and we know he had an amazing clip from the twenty-first of July. That's headed Batten down the hatches, indictments coming, panic, and believe me, this is going to involve New Zealand in ways that are going to blow people away. Many of our politicians and certain CEOs of companies, whether they're still standing or have have resigned, are well and truly going to be held accountable for a lot of transgressions. And if anyone's taken time to go and have a look at the Q map that I mentioned, New Zealand's been a bit of a bolt hold, a, a sort of a hideaway for a lot of these people who are on the run. So whether it's our New Zealand um, politicians or whoever or um, international elite that are hiding away down here, it's it's going to be headline news. So definitely looking like it's closer and closer than ever before. And hopefully it'll happen before the um, elections. That would be really a great mop-up so we don't have to deal with too much more of the creeping crud and make life a bit easier as we we chart our new course as a, as a nation. Okay, um, this podcast, number 47, I'm going to call this Spiritual Emergence C, and it's playing on the fact that we are having a, spirit, a spiritual emergence at the moment, And it is all about seeing. It's not an emergency, which would mean you need rescuing. This is about us seeing for ourselves what we should have been seeing all along, an emergence. And um, just got a little um, caption there, crisis crew at the ready. So these are all the wonderful first responders who who've got that equanimity in their mind and are well-informed and ready to just be of service, whatever the, the moment calls upon. So it's really feeling closer than ever. So I'm, I'm very proud of the information that has been disseminated on this channel. It feels like a, no matter which angle people are able to come at this with, there'll be a little bit of something here to help bring that understanding. And it's always been my intention just to, to take a, as soft approach as possible and build into this disclosure that's about to be upon us. And it's been said for a long time in many of the awoken circles that fact is about to um, prove stranger than fiction. And, and it, it's been said that really everything we know is a lie. So it's going to be a real identity crisis. We really have truly been living in an illusion of, of a virtual reality. So we'll just keep strong and know that we'll be leaning on people who aren't in fear and those will be the guiding lights and those who, who help to channel us in, into a direction where people can find solace and, yeah, just gather their thoughts. And we, we all move forward with a, a united intention and that, that's all about our sovereignty and, and freedom and prosperity Okay, so something I'd just like to touch on, um, just a funny, just a little bit of a side note regarding medicine and ancient medicine, um, ancient Chinese herbalist medicine was, was really, really very natural and potent forms of of um, therapy in, in the distant past and I'd, I'd learned through a medical herbalist that Chinese doctors were so integral that if they ever lost, if, if a patient ever died, they would hang a lantern outside their place of practice. And it was a sign to those that, how well a, um, a herbalist was performing. And I thought, well, well, that would really go a long way if modern medicine used that. Imagine how many doctor, how doctors, how well they'd do if they had some sort of indication outside their offices or their surgeries as to how successful they'd been with keeping people well and alive and healthy. Just a, a funny little um, comparison there, but it, it kind of brings to light what was mentioned in that Victorian That Victorian documentary about pharmacists being considered entrepreneurs. And I said at the time I felt that was really strange because, well, it it was a conflict of interest because it's about wellness, not sickness. And if you're saying that you're an entrepreneur, I mean, we can see that this is a, a sickness industry. And and it was about making money. And obviously there's no not money when people are well because you're not going to have patience. So just thought I'd throw that one in there for a bit of a, a stir. And, and, you know, all credit to the Chinese people. I mean, there was a time in their, in their history when they were a very flourishing spiritual nation. And, and the same with with India. Um so I look forward to those days returning for these people you know our indigenous cultures all out, around the world being able to get back to their practices of herbal medicine and and um, their wisdom teachings okay so a funny little bit of synchronicity happened this week um, a couple of days ago I Had a feeling like I wanted to really talk about the Game of Thrones, just touch on that lightly. And I'd chosen a piece of music off the internet already, and that went on, um, was it episode 46? I posted that up. Oh, beg your pardon, no, 45. And that's by the two cellos. And then when I went to have a look at um, what had been happening with the Q- QAnon basically has not been posting for quite some time and there's just been a real flurry of drops. And on drop 4590, two days ago, um, Q's, QAnon's calling out the Game of Thrones but calling it the Shame of Thrones. And that that was a real signal to me that... That things are on task here with with being up with the intel. It is all about our, our game of thrones, and we've been distracted from from what we should have really been doing: is endeavouring to to build build and honour our own kingdoms and our own thrones, and that being just our our homes and and the, um, our circle of influences that we, we entrain with. And when Game of Thrones hit the headlines, I, I watched the first episode, Pits of It, with, with curiosity, and I wanted to see why it was catching on like wildfire, and my heart did sink. I was shocked at... And just in short, how it was reinforcing everything that basically confirmed a very short, dark period of history that was all about domination and abomination and just rampant debauchery, if you like. And I felt so sad to, to know that people had really, really got hooked into this series that was Affirming a an ideology that that was so misguided and and what what has got us into the strife we're in, which is really a lot of it's about domination of woman and the selling off of your daughter to be able to extend your empire and the incest that was rampant and just the just the the how life had become so cheap and yeah I thought wow this is amazing that it's it's so powerful but it it was powerful in the wrong way because really it was just another um kind of an acknowledgement of what we've got that's that was basically saying, just keep, you can just keep doing that. This is what we are. This is what we've always been. And it was, it was really feeling like um, it was a It was wasting our time. People are about to find out that there was so much going on that we should have had our eyes on over the last, particularly several years. It's been a wake up call with Donald Trump coming into power, with um, the QAnon movement. That was that's about activating people to get doing their work become critical thinkers again and that's why it's called the Great Awakening and I've got nothing but absolute um very a very high standard that I hold that whole movement in I've put it to the test myself and it definitely is as authentic as can be from from my viewpoint as far as the quality of content and the integrity the credibility and basically you, you people people on mass have come to the same conclusion but they've all come come to that conclusion through their own power of investigation which is awesome because it really gets people um, basically not accepting the, how we've been misled and, and seeing through the the Korea politicians that had these plans for us all intertwined with Obama and Hillary Clinton's supposed 16-year plan. It was all part of a United Nations agenda, which all links in with the Muslim Brotherhood and, um, yeah, divide and conquer. And that was that whole Game of Thrones ideology. So, I mean, the sad, the downside of it all is the um, the pornography, and I've said it before: the most amount of money on the internet has been is spent on pornography. And I, t- I took a note out um, quite a few podcasts back. I um, put a link in there off Google Books, and it was called the book called The Conspiracy Fraud. And in there, I took a note, they had all these descriptions, and this is according to um, communist literature. And they had a heading there for the human beast, and that caught my eye. And the definition in that book. The conspiracy fraud for human beast is the wicked who have no conscience when committing animalistic acts. So this is where people are going to have some serious reconciliation to do with what they've fed into in the way of images and participation, bestiality, um, believe me, it, it, it bother, it's bothered me for a long time because I know this has affected our, our young men and um, very young lads who have been exposed to, to um, abhorrent material that is life-changing. So I'll round that off by saying that in Gnostic teachings, the Nag Hammadi that John Lamb Lashed helped to decipher um, at the end of in, in the Gnostic teachings it, it's called Sophia Returning this is about the goddess returning and resurrecting and her her final days are called the Sophia Correction and it is said that she will use sexual symbiosis to make that correction and that's uh, that's to do with sacred sexual symbiosis and anything that's not in alignment with what is sacred, but using sexual acts perhaps towards this animalistic tendency are going to be on a very slippery slope when they need to reconcile with their karmic records. So, I know that's a bit of a warning shot, but my goodness, it just shows that's the lowest form we can probably stoop to as a human being, is becoming a beast. And it is rampant on this planet by design. Um, but as with everything, it's about how much we buy into it. Um, obviously, people have spent money to indulge in these activities, all this, this material. So that's what everyone's about to need to own. Okay, so just with today's episode, the links I'll be putting up um, something that's a little bit controversial from back in 2000, um, New Zealand Herald, it's titled Tsunami Bomb, New Zealand's Devastating War Secret. Now that's really shocking because there's been a lot of activity around our shorelines of... Um, underwater detonations, and it, it really does make us have to reevaluate what happened down at Kaikoura. Um, I, I just want to just open up that narrative there. I'll probably, there's a couple of updates. I noticed there was an update on that topic in a 2013 Herald, so have a look at those if you're interested. Um, now, Michael Tallinger is another amazing South African man. I'd like to, to start sharing some of his great work if you haven't heard of him already. Michael has initiated a wonderful a, like a revival of community within South Africa, small communities, and it's called Ubuntu, U-B-U-N-T-U, And this is an interview by a chap called Celestial Serpent. He might be a New Zealander. Um, I hadn't struck him before, but he started out the interview by saying kia ora. So I'll find out a bit more about him. But um, that's from back in 2015. But it's on um, Ubuntu, money and abundance. And basically it's showing how we just don't need to live with the amount of money that we have. We don't need to work the hours that we do and we can have a very fulfilling abundant life when we change our models our living models so that's really inspirational in light of what we're going through at the moment people because we are about to rebuild and got to let go of the the restriction and the rigidity of what it is we know it is about surviving It, it, it we won't. It won't be about survival. It'll be about um, flourishing and thriving. So let's look forward to that. So anything else I find that's on topic with that, I'll certainly keep posting more. Um, I'm going to put a link up regarding Hypatia. Hypatia was uh, basically it's to do with Hypatia's heritage. She was born in Alexandria. And if anyone's taken time to have a look at the library of Alexandria that I put in a few links back, um, this rolls in with that because Hypatia was actually murdered in 14, 415 AD. Um, she was a Hellenistic Neoplatonist philosopher, astronomer and mathematician, and she was one of the most highly regarded in her area of, of um study and philosophy Um, and she was so hated by the Romans that um, yeah sadly in 415 AD she was attacked and and met a a dreadful death, she was slashed with oyster shells and um, dragged behind a horse and and then they courted her I think they burned her as well, Um, but you know this just shows the hate um, women were the amazing um, alchemists and scientists back in the day um, and it was very much envied um, but like the the druids being envied and feared by the Romans because of their philosophical um wisdom and deep understanding of the workings of nature, so that's just something else I felt I feel I'd like to honour Hypatia at this moment in time, and the piece of music I'd like to put up today is by the Little River Band, and that's off the Earth Study um, YouTube site, and it's the song Cool Change, and that's another Another little honey from um, one of our Australian down under bands. So that's neat to share that. And the other topical piece of news, just in winding up, um, I just got to watch TK Tuesday, Vinnie Eastwood interviewing Billy. And the heading of this week's uh, YouTube interview was This is the fight of our lives and Vinny was mentioning in there throwing a challenge out to everyone what can you bring to the deal it's about everyone doing their work right now where the race is on to save this country and hats off to Vinny for opening up his wonderful platform there um, to offer some really integral and thorough um, interviewing and Um, really just helping us to get a a much clearer understanding of the inner workings of what's happening behind the scenes. Um, There's over 4,000 members right now. Um, Things are are just coalescing for Billy, which is great. There's incredible support that's really um, coming out of the woodwork and it sounds very exciting. There'll be some big announcers in the next couple of days about that. And on Sunday the 26th, this coming Sunday between 1pm and 3pm, there's a gathering for everyone, family and friends and far now at the Logan Campbell Centre in Auckland and I'm certainly going to get up for that um, and feel the fever, um, get into the, the mood of things and yeah, look forward to seeing where everything's going to head but i feel like it's just going from strength to strength we've got so much support Um, this country is seriously being watched from from further afield um um beg your pardon billy has said a couple of times now that the world is watching new zealand because they know if we go it's going to have a, a dire effect for the whole world but if we come through It'll be a catalyst for change for everyone too. So um, we are all in this together and I am just more excited than ever before to, f- to know that um, what with these wonderful digital soldiers like um, LT on And We Know and all of the lads, um, XTT Report, uh, yeah. We are getting it over the finish line. Okay, people, well, time's out, and I will be, yeah, just guided by what keeps flowing through the most important information. I'll always keep keep that material flowing, and it's been a real honour to be back with you and feel very accomplished, so um, keep up the great work. Keep. Keep sharing and inspiring each other and rising to that challenge. It's not easy. But uh, where we go one, we go all. Remember that. Right. So this is a tall poppy signing off for now.